Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. Uh, we had to start the morning with kids that are swearing. Fudge the goals. Yeah, a lot of that. But they went full on on it, apparently. We actually had some parents that almost were on the edge of saying the words on the air. It's hard not to. Yeah, we were ready to, to really shut it down around here. Especially when your pet eats all your money. That would be so annoying because you're like mad at yourself and you can't really be mad at the pet. I mean, it's your fault for covering your money in bacon grease. Like, why are you doing that anyway? <laughs> And Tony Hale joined us on the show today. You know him from Veep, Arrested Development. He's the voice of Forky in Toy Story 4. He was just in Hocus Pocus 2, and he joined us to chat about his new show on Disney+. And he told us we need a nap. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm going to take one right now. This is the Morning Mix Podcast. Perfect trick-or-treating weather. Yeah. It was chilly enough where you could run around and carry, a, as Whip's Kid uh, did, a 21-pound bag of candy. He ended up with a 21-pound haul. It literally did look like Santa carrying the toys for the whole world. Unbelievable. When he came in. Now, does he share that with his brother and sister, or is he hoarding it? No, I think he'll hoard. You know, yeah. they have their own. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, no, he'll hoard that. That's wild. For sure. They Your were boy- already, they were worried that I was going to take it, though. All and of they, Well, they accused me of, in past years... Hiding it, and then when they get back to finding it, most of it's not there anymore, which there is some truth to that. <laughs> there is some truth to that. Well, that's your job. Well, I kind of. I'm saving them from all the health issues associated yes. with too many exactly stickers. Right. That's right. Yesterday, you probably got a lot of candy in that sack and your basket and your boo bucket. What else did you get, though? It wasn't candy. You got something else. Text it to us at 60123, for example, 630. Uh, I got a comb. What? A comb. <laughs> That's Wait, ridiculous. What? A comb? 312 might have been trick-or-treating at like a mixed PA's house because they got a Chick-fil-A eat more chicken stuffed animal cow. Oh, nice. We had those here for a minute. Oh, those are fun. Uh, 224, both of my kids got a word search book last night in Wheeling. It's kind of fun. It's like an activity. I love those. Kind of like that. 773, uh, we got an American Airlines keychain from 20 years ago. <laughs> What? That is literally, we ran out of candy or forgot to buy some. What kind of crap do we have in our drawers that we can give them? In 803, uh, both of my kids last night got a 7-Up Zero full can of soda. (laughs) It'll weigh down your bag. I remember as a kid, one house would sometimes give out like Pepsi and Dr. Pepper. I liked that. Yeah. And then you'd have it on the walk. Right, that's true. 773, yeah, they gave out organic mango fruit strips. That house got egged. That's not fun. (laughs) Sorry. Those are pretty sweet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending. Uh, 773, we got a White Claw. Okay. Oh. That's a neighborhood. Right. 708, we got Valentine's Gummy Bears and Chocolate Easter Eggs. Oh. Yeah, they're still good. Yeah. Uh, 630, we got a random octopus sticker. All right. Okay. There is always the house that'll give out, like, stickers and something. Yeah, yeah. 815, uh, we got a rubber finger. <laughs> okay. It's kind of fun, like, ho- ho- holiday props. Sure. Uh, 312, they were giving out donuts. What? Aside from the messiness of it, I think that's great. If it's in a Ziploc bag or something. That's not bad. Yeah. 608, we got a mini-sized tasting spoon with chocolate on it wrapped in cellophane. So it's like a tasting spoon of chocolate that they must have made. Yeah, weird. And 847, we got a locked lock, like one that you would use at the gym. What? A locked lock? Here's a lock. Like a master lock that's locked? I guess so. That's just... That's just mean. <laughs> this wasn't the weirdest thing I got, but the weirdest thing something took or someone took from an 847. I wasn't home, so I put the bowl out and I left it outside. And when I got home, all the candy was gone and so was the bowl. Oh, that's not a shock. Not a shock. 630, my daughter and all of her friends came home with used tennis balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh.
630, a sleeve of Oreos, not made for individual sale, just a full plain sleeve, like from the big box. Yeah. Kind of like that. Not bad. 219, my daughter got a skeleton-shaped trophy that said best costume, and she loved it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 847, my brother gave every kid an option. You can pick a piece of candy or a potato. 50% of the kids took the potato and they'd run away laughing while the parents looked very confused at the end of the driveway. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I just love a dad doing like a whole bit the whole night. Yeah, watch the parents and <laughs> Yeah. All right. Out in Geneva, they were handing out wasabi peas. Those are very oh, no. spicy dried peas. Yeah. What? In 847, we got little pouches of ramen. It's kind of fun, ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. Let's see, 773 got pennies. Yeah, that's no good anymore. And at 847, maybe they were in Park Ridge, as we learned yesterday. A lot of people in Park Ridge were setting up cocktails, handing out martinis. Yeah. They handed out a beer to every parent that came with a kid. Oh, oh I love that's that. kind of fun. Yeah. And Whip, would would your grandma be handing out candy this year? Because somebody got Polish cough drops. Mm. Uh, <laughs> maybe. You never know. Huh. It'd take her a while to get to the door, but once she does, she may give you a pierogi or a cough drop. Yeah. No, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Also, we saw Pokemon cards, and maybe it was Whip's house. They were handing out baseball cards. Oh, no. That's kind of fun. I wouldn't give those out. You wouldn't give those out. Not these ones. No way. Wait a second. <laughs> those are the weird things that you got yesterday when you were trick-or-treating, and it ain't just about candy. I just now ran into my office real quick because I still have the bag of candy from Liz, and I was like, well, let's keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> There's still a couple good things in there. I kind of... Took all the good ones out right away. We got a pretty decent goodie bag from uh, we, HR yesterday. Yeah, we here. really did. Yeah. Yeah. Did yours have a little note in it that said, come see me after the show? <laughs> I didn't look hard oh, enough. Dang. Yeah. I missed it. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe I got Nikki's on accident. <laughs> hard to say. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. You get all jacked up upset when your pet jumps on the table and eats your money. I know. That's terrible. A TikTok user out of Florida, she was counting cash in her dining room. Walked away with about $2,000 on the counter, on the table. Zoe, her Labrador, jumped up on the table and got to about 1000 of it. Oh. Ingested, ate $1,000. Wow. It's in one expensive bowel movement. Yeah, that's not Holy even cow. healthy. You know? No, Money's I can't dirty. imagine. No way. She did, uh, the owner, though, was able to tape some of the bills back together and got about $1,000 back to the bank. She's not alone. Hi, Rich. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Other than a hundred dollars later. No, <laughs> Rich is a funny name to have when your dog's eating your money. So, what yeah, what kind of pet they, took what? Uh, he's just a mutt uh, from a rescue, but he went into my wife's purse. She put it on the couch and just took out twenty dollars of hundreds and just ate them. Wait, I mean twenty hundred dollar bills or no, hundred dollars of twenty five twenties. Got yeah, it, five twenties. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So my wife. Put it on the, her purse on the couch, and he stuck his nose in there. And with all the other crap that he's going to eat in there. Right. And he took the money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Unbelievable. Right. So, uh, Rich, what's the dog's name? Uh, Easton. Easton. Easton walked away with a tummy filled with about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. We got a text that said, uh, my dog didn't eat my money, 815, but he did eat my weed. Ooh. That's okay. worse than money. Totally. Yeah, oh, you got to take him big. to the vet, yeah, maybe. exactly. And here's one from a 630. This wasn't me, but my brother. After his wedding. They had all the cards with all the checks and the money inside. They were brought over to my parents' house. Now, our family dog at the time had this thing about ripping up paper, like wrapping paper, newspaper. The dog ate unknown quantities of checks and money. 
Oh, wow. They didn't even know who to write thank you notes to. Holy cow. Because they didn't know what they'd gotten from who. Wow. That is terrible. Can you imagine that? It'd no. be so awkward. You have to go back to the list maybe and say like, hey, uh, just so you know, I, um, I appreciate whatever you gave us. And uh, by the way, if you want to send another check, yeah. just to make sure. Right. Feel free to mark that one as void right. in your right. checkbook because yeah. uh, it has gone into the deep void of the family dog. Sorry. Can you imagine? Ugh. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. In at number three, Tony Hawk made a lot of people laugh this Halloween by simply posting a picture of him skateboarding in his costume. He was dressed up as Larry David, and he is shredding some wood. He captioned all of it by saying, do you respect wood? All of this as a reference to the hilarious clip in Curb. I respect all wood. Yes, he does. (laughs) So that's Larry David and uh, a guy you might know from Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, Jerry. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. My but fault. My honestly, bad. he uh, uh, Tony Hawk looks just like him. It's really funny to see like the old man yeah. skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh, in at number two, four little words are setting TikTok on fire. It's a chicken salad. So there's a woman from Cleveland named Tanisha. She posted a video and she says, you need to try this salad. It is amazing. Uh, someone off camera goes, well, what is it? And she's like, it's a chicken salad. And then she starts describing everything that's in it. Chicken, pickles, banana pepper bell peppers, tomato, onions. The clip actually fades off because there's so many things in the salad. Um, It's all from 81st and Delhi in Cleveland. Um, And the video has gotten over 17 million views. It's kind of crazy. People are literally going to Cleveland to try this. And um, people there are saying what? It could be worse though. At least we're not Detroit. Detroit. Did you repeat Uh, that? We're we're not not Detroit. Detroit. Chicken salad. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Very like, weird. E- even like, even Lizzo is doing collabs now with Tanisha, and like celebrities <laughs> are like going to try this chicken salad. Seventeen million views. Cleveland's like, please, we beg of you, whatever it takes. Listen, there is nothing fluky and just totally random about virality. Nothing. No. No. Oh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> In at number one, the second season of White Lotus kicked off last night on HBO, and Twitter is going nuts. Wondering if Theo James wore a prosthetic for his full frontal nude scene. Yeah, prosthetic uh, bing bong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, we aren't giving away any spoilers, but fans went wild online. You might remember that Theo James is from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. So he jokingly jumped into the conversation. He's like, listen, it's kind of in my contract that I need to be fully naked in all of the work that I do. So that's why I... um, I'm showing it all off. It's all part of it. But we'll never know. Is it real? Is it not? Well, in season one of White Lotus, uh, Steve Zahn has a scene where you see his uh, his pouch. Oh, now I'll never watch it. Yeah. But it, <laughs> but but he revealed it was not his. Oh, oh he did? Yeah. Oh. He was sitting inside of a weird suit okay. that had one on it. Oh. I don't think Theo's going that far. He, he wants us to think it's his. Yeah. Wow. And that's your flash briefing. What a heck of a prosthetic. <laughs> the Morning Mix Podcast. Your kid swore just using a little flowery, uh, flowery sorry, if you <laughs> want to put an L-Y on there for something, yeah. uh, some fun language. You're like, yeah. whoa, you can't be doing that. Our three-year-old let an OS fly. We were at a restaurant and another mom near us heard it. And then we kind of locked eyes with the mom because her, her child was over there too. And she was like, you know what? They don't know what they're saying. And I was like, all right, thank you. Obviously, she doesn't know what she's saying. Yeah. But it really feels more like a a, a blemish on our record as a parent. Because that's where she's hearing it. Right. She you know saw I mean? someone mess something up right, and say and that. Say that. And then yeah. was like, what? No one's going to blame the kid. Nah. Well, luckily, I'm not alone. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Good morning. 
Good morning. I just want to be careful you know not to say the actual word. But <laughs> Oh, I know not to say it. What did your kids say? Not to say it as well. <laughs> so, Jenny, uh, what did the child say? Long story short, um, my mom was drinking and was loud and obnoxious, and my three-year-old looked at her and said, Grandma, shut the F up. <gasps> oh, my. And what? What did Grandma say? Well, she was kind of loaded, so she just kind of went, what? Honestly, it's terrifying in that not, moment because your first reaction is to laugh because you're like, did you just a proud moment. No, no okay. my great-grandmother was there. No, oh it, was, it was not a proud moment. I I wanted to crawl in my little turtle shell and die. Oh, Well, Jenny, stay right there, okay? Don't go anywhere, all right? Stay okay. right there. That's hilarious. Hi, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. You got a kid that was swearing? Well, yeah, it's not the first time because, unfortunately, you know, sometimes I'm not good at it, so we have a swear jar. Got it. Um, But we were playing Monopoly Junior, and I landed on a double property, had to pay extra, and I said, darn it, just with the other word. Right. And then the next time she went around, landed on someone's property and had to pay, she said the same thing in the exact same connotation and everything. And we had to keep from laughing because... (laughs) Obviously, you can't laugh at those moments, right. even though you really want to, because she used it exactly correct. That's what amazes you, is when a little kid does it in the exact right way, for the exact right reason, at the exact right time. And you're like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to laugh. Yeah. That is unbelievable. So we got a little monopoly. Things don't go so well, and they throw one down. Now we go to Jim. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing really well, man. Now, you had a kid swear. What happened? So I got a call from my kid's four-year-old pre-K teacher that uh, another student in the class had said the word sucks. Sure. Which is, my son said, but my son turned him and said, you shouldn't say the S word if it stopped there. I'm a great parent. Right. He also continued to let him know that it's pronounced fa, fa. And then, uh, so he was teaching the class. So the teacher was like, he did good. He said not to say this word, but then he also, being very good at pronouncing words, told him that he pronounced it incorrectly. Right, yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying it with an S. It's actually with an F is what you need to be doing <laughs> over there, buddy. Wow. All right, so That's we got Jim's funny. son. Jim's son is doing a TED Talk on how to properly swear. Natasha's kid is playing Monopoly, and ah, da- ugh. And then Jenny's, Jenny's kid turns to Grandma and tells her to shut the F up. Uh, yeah. Jenny, congratulations. I mean, come on. You, you, right. know, you know he's going to be turning to Grandma and telling her to shut the F up. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. bad. The Morning Mix Podcast. This is so exciting. We are now joined live. You know him from Veep. You yes. know him from Arrested Development. And now you know him from the mysterious Benedict Society. Good morning, Tony Hale. Good morning, guys. Hey, how, how you doing? Very well. Very oh, well. Good, good, good. Uh, so, Tony, uh, you're live now in Chicago, but where are you currently in the world? I'm in Los Angeles. Ah, okay. Oh, in LA. Very nice. Fantastic. <laughs> Now, yeah, so it's early. It's, yeah, I'm very early. I was going to say, yeah, you're... You guys get up. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like 4 o'clock risers, but you're there. Uh, it, it, this has to be an earlier Ooh. morning for you, I would imagine. Yeah, but I don't... What time do you guys have to go to bed? Uh, Hopefully you go to bed at a decent hour. Yeah, like well, 6.30 p.m. Some of us are more responsible than others, so it depends on the night. <laughs> <laughs> a lot okay, of folks okay. know you from Veep, but I know... How often are you recognized as Forky from Toy Story 4? Like, if you just walk down the street... <laughs> Do our kids looking at you funny when you say hello? <laughs> or what if I just looked like, what if I was so pale I looked like Forky and it wasn't, <laughs> that's what happens all the time. Like, who's the pale dude? Oh, that's Forky. Yep, yep. Um, 
No, but I will say, like, parents will come up to me and say to their kid, they'll say, oh, he was the voice of Forky. And the kid looks at me and is like, that's not Forky. Right. And wow. so I will do, I'll do, like, voice memos sometimes and send them to the parents. And then they play them for the kid, and it's really sweet. In a 100% coincidence, Tony, this being the day after Halloween, last year one of my kids did go for Halloween as Forky, oh, which was this. an awesome costume. But my question is, do you get a cut of that? <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you if I did. Ah, okay. Touche. That is the right answer. Yep. Uh, now, okay, so last night was Halloween, and I know you're a dad. No, so was Halloween, is it still a big deal in the Hale household, or has your is your kid a little older and kind of grew out of it? She's almost 17, so she's embarrassed by everything I do, I think by breathing. Yeah. So um, if I even... If I even wore a Halloween T-shirt, I think she would just deny me as her father. Right. But when she was little, those were... I mean, she still has a... She went out with her friends last night, and they dressed up and so fun. But when she was little, like, we would dress up together. We were both mice. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. And, like, other stuff. And it was it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And my wife's a makeup artist, so she would always do our makeup for us. Oh, that's Very phenomenal. Cool. And, Tony, you mentioned dressing up and shirts. I heard that you wore an interesting shirt to church recently. Oh. <laughs> what was that yeah, all about? I Well, okay, so I went to this restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina called Union Special, and they gave me this T-shirt that said, Waking and Baking. <laughs> and I just am, I'm clearly not with it as much. This is probably why my daughter's embarrassed about me, because I thought it was about bread. I, was, I just thought, oh, I like to bake, whatever. And so I wore, this t-shirt, I wore this T-shirt for probably two years, you know, I, I dropped her off at school. I wore it. I did wear it to church maybe a few times. And it took like maybe two months ago, I was working out and somebody said, oh, Tony, you've got a little high last night. And I was like, what? <laughs> I had no idea it was about the weed. Wake and bake, baby. Yeah, it's like, well, we're here to break bread, right? Did yeah. I misunderstand? I thought this was the whole point of coming I know. to church. I like bread. <laughs> yeah, I love bread. You guys don't like bread? Oh, that's funny. Now, uh, you say your daughter is a little embarrassed okay. of you from time to time. Does that have to do ever with your dancing? Uh, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I just put this dancing video on that was because I did this dancing scene on the Benedict Society, and she hasn't mentioned it. <laughs> But um, I think she's maybe just denying it happened. Well, so here's what's funny. There's a lot of, like, denial that I do anything. Right. I get And I get that as a dad. My daughter's only three, but I can already feel it coming. But you have actually made a career out of dancing, and I don't think people realize it. Because you do a lot of comedy. Obviously, Veep, you know, Arrested Development. You play these great characters. Mm -hmm. But you really broke through, and some may remember uh, seeing you dancing to Mr. Roboto inside of a Volkswagen. Yes. I was, that was like literally the year, maybe 2000, and I was dancing in this Volkswagen commercial that Mr. Roboto, and I was supposed to lose it in the car, which I did, (laughs) and the whole concept was that the sound stays in the car, but they just let me have free reign. Actually, fun fact, the songs were between Mr. Roboto or Rock Me Amadeus. No way! And they chose Mr. Roboto. So on set that day, you're in the car. Are you literally jamming out to Mr. Roboto in there, or did they add that after the fact? No, I'm jamming out. Oh, I'm that's jamming. fantastic. I think I am. Yeah, I'm sure I am because there was no sound, so I think they just let me lose it. And I was so excited because that was that, that was shot actually in L.A. by the director, Phil Morrison, who did feature films after that. And they flew me out to L.A., and I was like, this is not happening. I was, like, beyond excited. Oh, that's amazing. Was that kind of your big break moment? Would you look at it as that? You know, back then it was interesting because if you did commercials – 
you were kind of put into a compartment of a commercial actor, and it was really tough to cross over into TV and film. It took a long time for me to find an agent to send me out for TV and film. Oh, wow. Because they only saw me as a commercial actor. Yeah. So it took some it, – it, that commercials – people saw it a lot, but making the transfer over was tricky. Well, and then transferring over from doing commercials, then you did TV, and then you transitioned into music videos – uh, we always look for a little Chicago tie, and you appear in a Fallout Boy. They are a Chicago band. You appeared in their Beat It video as like a Taekwondo instructor. How did that come together? I think, oh gosh, this is like my memory is like shot, but I think <laughs> my buddy Shane directed it, I think, and he asked me to do it. I think we were like having coffee one day. He's like, do you, do you want to be in a Fallout video next week? And I was like, sure. Sure, I'll see you there. Um, that sounds like Shane. <laughs> but, but I, I think I think he directed it. That's how that happened. That is so, hilarious. Like, game. Let's do it. And now you're dancing on Disney Plus in the Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, how fun has it been to do a show like this that's really family forward and everybody can stream it now on Disney mm-hmm. Plus? Has that been a really fun experience for you? It has been so fun. I mean, it's the show's so fun and there's a lot of adventure, but it's also really, there's a lot of really cool messages. I play twins. And I play kind of a nice twin and like a not-so-nice twin. And we thought we kind of took care of the not-so-nice twin. And then he reinvented himself as a self-help guru selling happiness this season. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it's really, you know, you know, as you do. And then he, um, but there's a really cool message of like the difference between artificial happiness and authentic happiness. Yeah, and like it, money can buy like you happiness. As a parent, <laughs> I appreciate it. Most definitely. Well, hey. So it was, it was really fun. That's so cool. And the second season is now streaming. The first two episodes premiered on October 26th. Congrats on the second season pickup. That's fantastic. Oh, thank you. I'm always grateful for the gig. Always (laughs) grateful. I'll never stop that. And we are uh, grateful for you to take some time to chat with us today in Chicago. Thanks so much and all the best with the Mysterious Benedict Society. I I hope you get that season three and season four out of it all. Oh, thank you. Me too. And guys, get some sleep. Yeah, exactly. Go to bed early. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for caring. Thank you so much to Tony Hale for joining us today. If you miss any of that, you can catch it later today on our Morning Mix podcast. Tony from Veep. You know him from Arrested Development. Uh, He's Forky in Toy Story 4. And now you know him from the Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney+. Plus. All our thanks to Tony Hale. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix podcast. If you ate a lot of candy yesterday, guess what? This is how you're going to burn it all off. According to a new article in Stateline. Which is uh, just a couple letters away from Dateline. Oh. This is the candy calorie burn-off. Okay. Here we go. Coming in at number six. If you enjoyed last night a Kit Kat bar, that was 70 calories. So for that Kit Kat bar, what are you going to need to do? Ten minutes on a rowing machine oh. to burn off those 70 calories. Okay, so ten times ten then. Exactly. A hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's A hundred minutes over an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was some fast math. Whew, I got a little nervous. Yeah. In at number five, your mixed top six. If you ate some candy, here's how you burn it off. One fun-sized pack of M&Ms. How many calories do you think that is, Whip? Uh, in something annoying, like 120. 73. Okay. Still oh, under 100. Yeah. Still annoying, yeah. You got to do jumping jacks for nine minutes to burn off the fun-sized M&M pack. Nine minutes? I just ate a fun-sized peanut M&M pack, so. Yeah, that's more. Time to start jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In at number four on your mixed top six, if you ate it last night, here's how you got to burn off the candy. The fun size Milky Way, the fun size Mounds, the fun size Snickers, or the fun size Twix, 80 calories each. 
You got to do nine minutes on your elliptical to burn off each one of them. Oh, my God. goodness. One fun-sized Milky Way? Nine minutes? Yikes. Come on. That's a lot. In at number three, your mixed top six. If you ate this candy yesterday, here's how you burn it off. You had a little fun-sized pack of Skittles. Mm-hmm. 80 calories. 543 jumping jacks. Oh, my God. 543 jumping jacks. That's ridiculous. Well, who's counting that high? Just that's eat more like, Skittles. That's like a whole year's worth of gym classes if you yeah. have gym class every day, which I don't think they even do anymore. Also, if I ate the Skittles and then I did 543 jumping jacks, by the end, I'm tasting the rainbow. Yes. And it's all over the carpet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oops. In at number two, if you ate this candy yesterday, here's how you burn it off. One single Reese's peanut butter cup. The full one. The yeah. normal one. Yeah. Violetta, how many calories in a single peanut butter cup? Okay, I think it's healthy. Okay, the protein. <laughs> yeah. It's protein. It's milk, it's chocolate. That's vitamin D. Um, so I'm going to go 65. 105. 105 Dang calories. It. Yeah, that peanut close. butter gets you. Yeah. You got to jog for seven minutes to burn that off. Oh, no. Let's go jogging. Crazy. Jogging. And finally, in at number one, if you ate this yesterday, here's how you burn it off. Did you have eight starbursts? Eight starbursts. Now, in the fun size, you get two. So you threw down four packs of the Starbursts. Okay. Right, right. 160 calories if you ate eight Starbursts. Oh, wow. And you'll need to do 50 minutes of Pilates. Isn't that just a normal Pilates workout, about yeah. an hour? Yeah. How many dental trips do you need after the Starbursts? <laughs> yeah, we've got my dad online, too, to break that down. Yeah, because uh, that's that stuff lives in your teeth. Busy day for them today. Yeah. Dots busy also, day. when you eat dots, it's why are they so hard? Love yeah. dots. Yeah. you got to get them fresh. Well, they got to get them fresh. Yeah, I, I actually last night exclaimed because Dots was running some ads. I was like, oh, oh my, this is fantastic. Yeah. Dots, I didn't know they also make Tootsie Rolls. All the candy that rips your teeth out comes from one company. Tootsie Rolls also <laughs> get, they really, they really dig in there. Yeah, it's not yep. just a dance, it's That's also right. a thing ripping out your cavities. Yeah. The morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. In at number three, the red nail theory has taken over TikTok. And this suggests that the scarlet manicure will make you irresistible to men. Oh. Some people online who are trying that. (laughs) What'd you say, Wes? Probably. Yeah, probably. Irresistible. So people online who are trying it are saying it is really working. Other people online are rolling their eyes and saying, I don't care what color makes me irresistible to men. Uh, Who knew? Mm -hmm. In at number two, an easy four-step process on making delicious baked apple cider donuts blowing up online right now. So uh, quickly over this, you put put together the wet stuff, put together the dry stuff, then cook them. But the last step is where everyone's like, this is the magic sauce. You dip the baked donuts into melted butter and then you cover it with brown sugar and cinnamon and everybody's like yeah that's my favorite part you could dip a turd in that and it would be delicious <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about true. what true. oh my god Sorry. in at number one noah schnapps snops snops you know, you know, he's yeah. from he's Stranger from Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. Uh, he was just on Jimmy Fallon, and he was there, and he admitted some deep dark secret, which is I'm not beyond sliding into people's DMs. <gasps> and then he goes on to say, I actually slid into Sean Mendez DMs and asked him, Hey, you're following everybody else from Stranger Things. Why aren't you oh, following yeah. me, man? Oh. So um, he's like, I guess he's got some beef with me. I don't know. But I had no shame in asking him, like, hey, can you give me a follow? Because wow. I feel left out. Sean Mendes did respond to him on uh, direct messenger on Instagram and said, hey, man, what's up? I love you so much. Here's the follow. Look at that. Wow. 
Maybe, yeah, it was just an oversight, it sounds like. It was, like. Right. yeah. What can you do? You're Sean Mendes. You got a lot going on. Maybe you didn't know how to spell his last name. No, or pronounce it. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. That's your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.